0: Alright, uh, let us remember, my beloved brethren brother in the Lord, that I'm Filipino, I'm not American, but uh, uh, if I'm going to speak in our own language, maybe either I don't have an outline, I can preach for one hour, but because of, uh, uh, we are here, I just need to obey my pastor, and uh, I believe on that. So, <clears throat> uh, thank you for this uh, opportunity to speak tonight, and please bear with me, uh, with my deep uh, Filipino accent, I share with you what God had laid in my heart tonight. Um, don't worry, as Pastor Caleb said in, in his post a uh, while ago that uh, I'm short, so my preaching will be short also. OK, so there's also one preacher said that, uh, blessed is he who speaketh it short, and he will be going to speak again. So I w- <laughs> I'll be done. I'll be done when I'm done, OK? I went to the doctor the other day, and uh, because I have cold, uh, don't worry about it. I'm safe. I'm clean. So my, doctor's, uh, my doctor told me that uh, uh, what I need to do. Uh, and he said that just drink a lot of water and just rest. And uh, he didn't prescribe anything about it, about the virus or whatever like that. But uh, I thank God uh, I'm here. I'm healthy. And uh, I share with you the, the word of God tonight. 1 Kings chapter 18. <clears throat> so if you have your Bible with you, is we are in 1 Kings chapter 18. Uh, this is a long verses, from, beginning from verse 20 to 40, but we are going to read only for two verses this evening, and uh, verse 30 and 31. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 30 and 31, enable for us to understand the story and the content of this uh, uh, passage from the Bible. Uh, maybe you can just read it later on from verse 20. But uh, because it's a long verses, let's read only for two verses tonight. In verse 30 said, And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elijah took 12 stones according to the number. Of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. Let's pray. Our heavenly Father, we are so thankful and grateful tonight. Thank you for this opportunity of being here to share your word and bless our hearts and open our hearts and mind to receive uh, thy word tonight. Thank you for this privilege to preach your, uh, preach your word, and thank you, Lord, for your guidance and protection. Give us wisdom. And heavenly understanding tonight. Bless the servant and also the hearers. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I'd like to speak tonight about when things go wrong. Okay? This text is about the story of Elijah when he challenged the 450 prophets of Baal Be- and the 400 false prophets of the groups of Mount Carmel to prove that the God of Israel and Judah is the only true God. God answers Elijah's prayer and proves that He is the God by sending fire to consume the burnt offering, which is a spectacular display of His response to Elijah's prayer. So as we can see in uh, chapter 17, there is what we call the drought, and Elijah demonstrated his faith in God's promises during the drought. He follows the Lord's leading and met a widow that provided his needs but eventually the widow's son died so what happened here there was a drought and then an- another letter d is there's a death and perhaps doubt from the widow we do not know why these things happen but we read in the last part of chapter 17 of first kings in the verses in there that the son came alive so there was Another letter D is deliverance from God. So there is the drought, there is the death, there is what we call doubts, and there is a deliverance from God. So when things, uh, things go wrong, sometimes we don't know what to do. But over here, as we can see in these verses, if we go back to our text in verse 30, we also read that before Elijah prayed to the Lord, he repaired the altar which was broken down, which remind us that we need to repair the broken pieces of our lives before we receive the deliverance or answers to our prayers. And that's what those things are uh, going on right now. As I reflect on the broken altar, I wonder how long it took before Elijah repaired it. As I compare it with our lives, what would be an example of broken altar in our lives? Would it be than expected circumstances that we go through in like uh, uh, sickness, like family issues, loss of a job, a family or a friend, bankruptcy, to those business owners, or delayed promotion? I don't know. What if the process of broken uh, takes so long and the expected repair seems too far away? Perhaps doubt arises. And maybe we are thinking right now that if there's a problem, or what we call there's a, a problem that arises into our family or to our job or whatever, but perhaps doubt arises, tears are falling like down like a river from our eyes. Maybe you even question why these things are happening to you. Even if you are attending church, you are faithful. You attend all church activities. You are reading your Bible. You're giving, etc. Some questions may come to mind as we cannot go on. But we cannot find the answer from the Bible. No one is exempted from being broken, so, all, so we always need to be cautious, at least in the things that we can control. Maybe these things happen into our lives because the Lord gives us something to think about to realize our shortcomings and weaknesses. As to make us humble, maybe, uh, to make us humble enough to understand His will. No matter what we go through in life or how broken we are, like Elijah and the widow, they remained faithful to the Lord. They prayed and did not give up. We keep holding our own, maybe our own wisdom and in our plans. But in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, it says in there, that trust in the Lord with all thine heart, heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. And I believe also that there's a saying that uh, don't quit, don't give up, because a quitter never wins, and a winner never quits. So another question may be, What if difficult people come into your life? And it is hard to deal with them. How do you respond for it? Can you ask, maybe, to uh, uh, ask the person next to you, am I a difficult person? We cannot do anything. There are so many people that we do not like. Maybe they don't like us. Or maybe uh, sometimes we can uh, uh, realize that maybe they don't like our face. Maybe they don't like our hair like me. Maybe they don't like the one we, uh, uh, our, our attire, whatever. But I believe sometimes, even sometimes we don't understand people around us. It's still God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So, and listen to this. Some people suddenly change. One day you are important to them. Later or tomorrow you are worthless. Maybe next Sunday, uh, they, 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 they talk to you next Sunday or the following day. They don't want to talk to you. They get mad at you. They upset to you or uh, they, they, they don't want you anymore. Today, they're in the good mood. Maybe later, uh, they're in the mad mood. So good mood and bad mood. And then, but I found out here in the church at Ohana Baptist Church, you know what? Who are always in the mood? The Linda Moods. Yeah. You, you cannot change anything that, on that because that's their last name. Marilyn and Brother David Lindemann. So meaning to say that people today are they're, they're changing. But so my challenge to you this evening is let us encourage one for another that enable for us to grow spiritually. Even things go wrong sometimes. Still, we need to be faithful in the Lord. Amen. Amen. So no matter what's going to happen in life, just be thankful. And keep on smiling. God is faithful, and God, He is in controlling everything. So uh, we we need to keep on and keeping on. Nahum Nahum chapter 1, verse 7 says that the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and He knoweth them that trust in Him. So, yep, sometimes uh, in life we laugh together, sometimes we cry, sometimes we sing together. And there's a saying that's also uh, from other preachers, or we, u- we usually uh, heard this many times, that a family that prays together, what? it stays together. But I believe also, I believe also that a family, a family that sings together is a choir. <laughs> and that's true. They're singing together for the Lord. So nowadays, life is uncertain. Future is uncertain. Drugs and alcohol are ruining now. The city is in school. Diseases are killing out, out, uh, out of people. And then, families are falling apart. And they need Christ in their lives. They need Christians just like you and me. They need church like Ohana Baptist Church to preach the gospel. So that's why we are here tonight. Enable for us to share to them the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. In one way or the other, let's do the best we can to preach the gospel because we are now living in the last days. So there's a lot of things going on. Nowadays also, we are now living in the last days. A lot of things going on like the coronavirus, the COVID-19. Don't panic, but pray. Don't worry about it. Because when I remember when I I went to South Korea, not this this, uh, time, when I went to South Korea, I, I think last, uh, that was uh, 1999, uh, I attended the National Baptist Convention uh, for, uh, for a month. And then there's a Korean pastor told me and told us in our uh, uh, meeting of uh, uh, pastors uh, during that time. And then he shared these, uh, uh, these uh, uh, words for us to encourage us to go on in the ministry. And then he said like this, um, uh, The the South Korean pastor told us uh, like this, uh, even you are going to eat a little bit or you are going to eat a little, you are going to die. If If you don't eat plenty, you are going to die. If you are going to eat plenty, you are going to die. So much better for us to eat plenty and then die. And that's true. Tonight, if you are not saved, you need to be saved before you are going to die because it's better for us uh, e- either you're going, to, uh, you're going to get saved or not, you're going to die. So it's better for us uh, to get saved and then die, amen? And uh, That's right. Uh, I-, I challenged Brother Tupu before that, uh, you know, Brother Tubo, uh, I told him that if you're going to get married, you're going to die. If you're not going to get married, you're going to die. Now he's married and he's going to die. I don't know. <laughs> and that's right. If you are not going to give your tithes and offerings, you are going to die. If you give your tithes and offerings, you are going to die. Much better for us to give our tithes and offerings and then die. Yeah. Same thing. If you don't serve the Lord, you are going to die. If you are going to serve the Lord, you are going to die. Much better for us to serve the Lord and then die. Yeah. That's, that's only a logical uh, like uh, argument, uh, beloved, brethren, the Lord. It's easy. So it's better for us to give our, our life to the Lord. Whether you get the virus or not, you're going to die. But the main thing is this, if you are saved, even if you have virus, you are going to heaven. Amen. So nothing to worry about it. Don't worry about, don't uh, panic or whatever, but just pray that God will protect us and God will provide our needs. Okay? So when things go wrong, uh, 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 beloved friend of the Lord, let us remember that Satan's greatest weapon is man's ignorance from the Bible. So what we need to do is we need to uh, we need to read our Bible, read and read and read. And 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 says that, e Study to show thyself approved unto God, a work uh, man that needeth not to be saved, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's why we are here tonight, to learn, to study the word of the Lord. Because I believe even me, I'm 16 years now here at Ohana, and I, I, I'm still learning. And I keep learning because I believe if you stop learning, you stop the blessing. You stop learning, you stop growing. And if you stop learning, you stop thinking that the Lord is good. So that's why don't stop learning. Come to church Wednesday, Sunday school, Sunday worship, or maybe sign waving, or seminars, or whatever. Whatever. We need to learn from the Bible, enable for us to grow spiritually and to overcome those trials and temptations into our lives. So that's why I challenge to you this evening that uh, uh, when things go wrong, let us remember that uh, we need to give our life for Him. And not only that, because uh, perhaps uh, it's a reminder to us that uh, each one of us is a reminder to us that How can America find its way back to God if the average Christian can find their way back to God? Why? Because we are unfaithful. We are disobedient. We are not listening to the call of the Lord. They are saying that a river cannot go reverse. The same thing. We as Christians, they should know that we are Christians. And Christian means without Christ we are nothing. The 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 spelling is, the last three letters is I-A-N. The word in there is, the meaning is, I am nothing without Christ. So for me, I don't want to go back to this world anymore. Why? Because God saved me. He changed my life. God clothed me. He blesses me. He forgave me. And we're forgiven. So no matter what's going to happen when things go wrong, just be faithful to the Lord. So... Let us remember, my beloved, uh, beloved brethren, the Lord, that uh, sometimes, or no, perhaps plenty, plenty times people often blame the problems in their lives or their circumstances or the environment in, w- in which they live. Contemporary counseling often encourages people to assume that nothing can change in our lives until our circumstances change, but biblically, this is completely contradictory to what the Bible teaches us. That our God, He never changed, and Jesus never failed. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we know people change, the economy changes, people also change, maybe their behavior, their attitude, the government, the political traditions. Even, the, even churches now, uh, from biblical perspective from, uh, uh, to social and political living, but even they can change the law of America, they cannot even change the law of the Bible. So we need to remain faithful to the Lord. So what we need to do as Christians is this, just be faithful, obey and submit to God's will into our lives. Like Elijah and the widow, they have doubts maybe, There's a drought in their lives. And maybe we can realize this evening that how come these things happen to me, into my family, into my job? But we don't even realize the goodness and kindness of the Lord for for the past years or until now. The goodness of the Lord is still there because, again, God is good and He always there for us. And then not only that, but also we need to realize that maybe what I'm going to do if something, wrongs, something wrong or uh, things go wrong into our lives. Being a Christian, being uh, a child of God, as a child of God, sometimes we are, in, we are only human. There's no, uh, nobody's perfect. But you know what? My challenge to you this evening, my encouragement to you this evening is, again, just keep on reading God's word. Just be faithful to the Lord, keep on learning. And we do the best we can to serve Him because life is so short. And we need to spend time more for the Lord. There's nothing wrong to spend time for our family, to our job, or going picnic or traveling around the world or whatever. But don't forget to spend more time for the Lord. So what do we do if we are experiencing these things? The answer from the Bible is still the same. It sounds like a click, but it's true. I have three only outlined in this evening. Three letter P, and this is the last one. So I I almost done. So uh, I know uh, you are lucky this evening because, again, there's a meeting or whatever, but I want you to know that God is good. So number one, when things go wrong, what do we do? Number one is we need to pray. Second, priority or uh, trusting God. And number three is putting God first. Number one, we need to pray. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. When things go wrong, if there's a problem or trials or tribulations in your life or you're struggling something in the area of your life, some area of your life, what we need to do is we need to pray. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, it says in there, that be careful for nothing but in prayer and supplication. So, letter A under that, prayer, I believe, number one, prayer is what we call prayer covers all. It covered everything. Maybe our insurance, sometimes you have copay, it not covered everything. But in prayer, God is so powerful. So it uh, covers everything. It covers all. So prayer covers all. Number two, I believe also that prayers protects all. So not only covers all, but protects all. We thank God for His protection, His guidance, His wisdom. And then not only prayers covers all, But also prayer protects all. And number three under that is I believe that prayer provides all. God's provision, God's providence is always there. In the Old Testament, we know that Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Jireh is God will provide. God will provide everything. So financially, physically, emotionally, in everything. So the Lord is good. He's always there for us. Maybe we need something And then we are praying and then until now we didn't uh, uh, receive the answer yet. But still, I believe God will provide. So, prayer changes things including our circumstances and people. Can you hold your hand uh, 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 hand as if you are praying? That's right. That will remind you to pray. Number two, priority or trusting God. We need to prioritize our God that nothing is impossible with Him. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, nothing is impossible with God. And trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine all understanding. And then can we, uh, uh, I have a, a simple illustration this evening. Uh, can we hold uh, uh, your hands this evening? Can you hold your hands like this? Okay. Uh, like this. And do like this and look at your hands. Look at your hands, like that. Are they clean? Maybe you need to wash your hands or some sanitizers. Okay? Ah, I'm just joking because of the coronavirus. But anyway, (laughs) but anyway, when you are going through tough times like this, okay, let's do it. When you are going through tough times, it seems like you are climbing, a, uh, climbing a, hill, a, a hill. The hill may be steep and you have a hard time climbing it. You don't know what lies ahead. But God and all His wisdom, mighty in grace, is looking down. Okay? He can see everything. We are here. He can see everything. He sees what is on top of the hill what is looking down, and he can see everything. He sees what is on the top of the hill, what is looking down, and he can see everything. He sees what is on the top of the hill, what is around the hill. And he sees your struggles as you go up that hill, knowing that he is watching you He is there, even you do not feel Him or see Him give you comfort to just trust His plans and His will. We have to trust God's presence and power in our lives like this. We are here, God is on the top, He sees everything, so trust God, priority, pray. We need to prioritize Him, looking for Him all the time. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Don't give up. Don't quit. And then the last one is putting God first. Seek the Lord always. Matthew six thirty three. 33. What uh, it says in there? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness in all these things shall be added unto you. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 6, seek ye the Lord while may uh, he is found. Now, put your hands like this again, like this, which will remind you to seek the Lord through his word. Open it, like this. Sometimes, when we go through tough times, we take matters in our hands and try to solve our, or carry the burden alone. Is it okay to plan and come up with strategy, but I believe seeking the Lord is number one. Let us seek the Lord and involve Him every decision that we make. Read His Word every day. Read His Word every moment. That's why the Bible says that let us seek first the kingdom of God. Don't complain. Don't be lazy to come to church. But Come to church with a thankful heart and to worship the Lord in His spirit and in truth. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 says also, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. The Lord is at hand. We do not know when is the second coming, but I believe with all my heart there is a second coming. That's why we need to be faithful. Be strong as a Christian, as a child of God. Don't give up. Just pray. Priority. And putting God first in your life. When things go wrong, we need these things. We need to pray. Priority. Our God. Seek Him first always. Putting God first always. And I know, God will do the best He can to bless us in our Christian life. So as, as I close tonight, wherever you are in the road of life, you are in the process of, of becoming the person God wants you to be. We may not know the reason why things go wrong, but we know that God is God, and God is good all the time. Just like the potter and the clay, in Jeremiah chapter 18, the Lord... The master pattern molds each one of us into a vessel that he plans it to be in one way of doing that making the clay soft. Shaping and reworking it. Hardening it and putting through the fire so it will come out beautiful, re- ready for the master's use. What would the clay have to do? Be transformed. So, it stay... And go through the process, even if it is painful and difficult. Likewise, when things go wrong, we have to be still and know that He is God. Psalms 46 verse 10, let us acknowledge who God is and allow Him to do what only Him can do. With that said, it is also our responsibility to check our hearts and how we are doing in our relationship with him, There may be a lot of opposition and it feels like we are alone but we have a big God on our side. I hope and I pray that we can learn something from this evening. My beloved brothers and sisters in Christ, the best we can and the best thing that we're going to do is we need to pray, priority, trust in the Lord and we need to put God first always into our life, decisions or whatever in our Christian life.